Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my one-on-one coaching. I can help you narrow in on your niche and get clear on what you're meant to be doing with your life. Head over to dominique-faller.link forward slash strategy and book a one-hour strategy session with me to discover your unique creative superpower. Let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode 35 of the Creative Spark podcast, and today we're talking about being known for something. Specifically, how combining all your weird interests together can help you own your own niche. Now, just a note for our American listeners, it's niche. (laughs) I'm Australian, so we say niche, and it's very French, but Americans might know it as niche. So forgive me if you're not understanding what I'm saying, but just to clarify, niche and niche are the same thing. So what if you could discover the perfect niche for your business book or blog? If you could just be known for the stuff you love doing and you can stop going around in circles trying to figure it out. And here's what I've heard recently from my creative friends. They know they should narrow down on a niche for their business, but they've just got too many ideas and they can't narrow it down. They know they need to narrow a niche before they start creating content, but they feel overwhelmed by all the options. Some of my friends have said that they chose their blogging niche, but they're not sure if it's the right one. You might be passionate about your topic, but you're not actually sure who your ideal audience is. For most people I know, they just don't want to waste any more time pursuing the wrong topic, but they've been going round in circles for months. Now the problem is, if you jump on Google and start searching for niche advice, all you get is one part of the puzzle. Most experts advise you to focus on finding a profitable niche without taking into consideration your own story and your passions and your interests. Most online business courses will tell you to focus on your niche, but they don't give you a structured plan to follow or any way of combining all the moving parts. Many articles talk about niching down as if all you have to do is choose one, and this really doesn't account for all the multiple passions that the average creative has or the needs of your audience. I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be that way. Imagine how it would feel if you could combine all of your passions and interests into one unique niche instead of trying to conform to an existing profitable niche, and I'm doing that in air quotes. I've developed a structured system so that you can see how all the moving parts fit together. And so let's start by learning how to harness your passions so that you can create a business and life that you love. Now this formula is going to be useful if you want to start a business but you've got so many interests that you can't choose just one. Or you know what you want to sell, but you don't know who would buy it. You might have chosen your niche, but you don't know if it's a profitable one. For all my design friends, you've designed your logo and chosen your brand colors, haven't you? But you don't know what to do next. (laughs) They always jump to the brand before they work out their niche. Now, if you're like me, you've bought all the courses, but nothing seems to stick. Or you don't know what products or services to offer or what to charge even. You might be overwhelmed by all the moving parts and you just can't seem to get started. For some of the creatives I've surveyed on Instagram, they're actually stuck in analysis paralysis and they actually just need a step-by-step guide. Or you might have just wasted enough time on business ideas that went nowhere. Now I think a great idea for a creative entrepreneur is to actually identify the topics that light you up and keep you motivated to create unique and valuable content. That's the way to engage with your niche. 
Now, here's just three reasons why I think it's important to harness your passions and create a business and life that you love. So it actually comes from your interests and your passions rather than just choosing one like a box off a shelf. So choosing a niche just because it's profitable or safe, it means you'll soon run out of energy and motivation. Take it from me. You really will need to create content around this topic for a very long time. I'd be planning for at least three to five years before you can build up an audience. So you really need to love this topic, or at least be highly knowledgeable about it, or have a content curation strategy which builds your knowledge over time. Now, if you choose something that isn't your passion or expressive of your authentic self, I'm here to tell you, your true passions will eat away at you. You're going to find your attention divided between creating content for your chosen niche and then indulging in your hobbies and interests. It's much more energy and time efficient to just combine the two rather than battling shiny object syndrome for the rest of your life. And thirdly, the content you create will perform better if you're passionate about the topic. I mean, people can sense whether you're simply creating content for keywords or if there's a genuine interest in the topic. So for this exercise, you're really looking for the answer to the question, what topic or collection of topics am I passionate enough about to create content around it for the next five years? Now, there are two ways to niche down on a topic, and one is to subtract and the other is to add. Another way to think about it is to focus on a narrow subset of a topic or an overlap of multiple topics. So Amazon uses the subset method to categorize books. So you might search for books on gardening, for example, and then you can narrow your search by looking at a subset of gardening, so specifically flowers. And then you can niche down even further by looking for a subset of flowers, specifically orchids. And then if you look at your search in Amazon, it will look something like this, gardening and landscape design, niche down flowers, niche down orchids. So the way that the breadcrumbs work on Amazon search is exactly like the niching down method that most people recommend. This method works well for selecting a niche if you're already an expert on something. So an orchid expert knows that their expertise positions themselves as a subset of the flower niche within the broader topic of gardening. They already know that. But chances are, if you're already a leading expert in something, you're probably not listening to a podcast about how to find your niche. So for the rest of us who are non-experts or who are multi-passionate, the overlap method works much better. By combining your core skills, lived experiences, and passions or interests, you can develop a unique niche which automatically positions you as the expert because there's no one else doing the exact same combination of stuff. And the great thing about combining topics is that it gives you more things to create content about. So even the most experienced orchid expert will eventually run out of things to talk about if their niche is too narrow. So let's take a deeper look at the niche overlap method. And the way it works is like this. You take a core foundation skill and you combine it with a lived experience. And then the third overlap can either be another skill, another lived experience, or a passion or interest. So for example, if someone is a trained chef and they have cooking skills and their living life is a vegan, their overlap circles might be core skill, cooking, and lived experience, vegan. So their niche will change depending on the addition of that third ingredient in this overlap recipe. So for example, if we add parties as an interest, we'll get core skill cooking, lived experience vegan, and interest parties. And so the niche might be a service, like a vegan events caterer. However, if we add single parent as a second lived experience, we get core skill cooking, lived experience vegan, second lived experience single parent. 
And so the niche might be a physical product, um, like, I don't know, single-serve vegan take-home meal packs, if that's even a thing. If we add teaching as the second skill, we actually get core skill cooking, lived experience vegan, second skill teaching. And so their niche might be a digital product, like an online vegan cooking course, for example. So you can see how it works. Those three vegan chefs will all end up with different niches because they've added that third element, which is different. So if you want to try this for yourself, to discover your unique niche, you're going to need to combine a core skill with a lived experience and then add another skill, another lived experience, or a passion into the mix. Now obviously you have multiple skills and multiple interests and multiple lived experiences, so you're going to need to try a few combinations, which is why I'd recommend having an, a couple of goes at this exercise and just seeing what different overlap kind of niches you can come up with. To start with, you list all of your core skills and then draft another list of all your lived experiences and then a third list of all your passions and interests. And then just start taking one from each of those lists and kind of overlapping them and seeing what ideas you come up with by combining those three things. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to combine your interests, passions and lived experiences to create your own niche instead of trying to find one off the shelf. I'm planning on developing a course on this topic, so head over to Instagram and let me know if it's something you'd be interested in, at Creative Spark Podcast. Head over to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 35 and look for the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.